comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me, as always, the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. Hello, good sir. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing well. Um, Made a snowman today. And had chicken and waffles for dinner. Both good. Uh, it might be one of the last days to to make a snowman. I know it's going to get up to like fifty something on Tuesday or Wednesday. So I'm fine. Hopefully with that. that's yeah yeah same here same here. I was going to say hopefully that snows uh, a goner. Yes, never comes back ever again. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How how are you? How was your day? Your Saturday well, was it good? Was it a spectacular Saturday? Actually, Saturday today was actually pretty good. Um, woke up at a reasonable time for a Saturday for me, um, which was before noon. <laughs> uh, you bum! Both me and Nolan uh, cleaned the house, like uh, cleaned the upstairs, cleaned the downstairs. Now, if you were to come over, I don't think you'd be able to tell, but we did clean. We cleaned a lot. You know, it's like cleaning in my house. Yeah, I like I uh, yeah, we did good. Um ordered some pizza cuz I was like, yeah, we we deserve it. So ordered some pizza. What uh, uh what pizza service? So we just uh we went to Casey's. There's Casey's. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know what? That there's nothing wrong with that. Casey's pizza is fantastic pizza. Yes. Uh I Nolan uh got the cheese pizza cuz that's all he eats. That's good. He liked it. It's like my son. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got the uh, one. My favorite from Casey's. Uh, I got the chicken bacon ranch. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. Yes, that's so a, good. That that's a popular option at the office when we do pizza. Oftentimes, it's Casey's um, because Pizza Market uh, often is not open for lunch anymore. So we are uh, eh, we are, we've resigned ourselves to settling for Casey's pizza. But yeah, chicken bacon ranch is is one of the go tos. And you know what? Uh, I was just going to mention Pizza Market and say they also have a good uh, chicken bacon ranch pizza. So it's them too. Uh, so, but uh, well, not Thursday. Yeah. So I got my second COVID shot Thursday. Whoa! Right? I, yes. I I have guess how you felt on Friday. But okay, here's the thing. From what I heard. Because I heard from from two people that had taken the second shot, two people that I work with, and they said they were like out for a weekend, like they were super fatigued, fever, like could barely get out of bed. So I get the shot Thursday morning almost. It was like about nine forty. I, I went to Grand City, got the got the shot, and I'm like, I don't know how long this is gonna till till it starts affecting me, you know. So I drive home, you know, because I work from home. And I'm kind of waiting, and my my arm is sore from where they give me the shot, right? And every little thing that's wrong, I'm like, oh, my knee starts hurting. I'm like, is, is, that, the, <laughs> is that the shot? I'm like, oh, no, I'm just old. Uh, 
so I'm waiting for this, and and I've I've been anticipating it for a while. I'm like, okay, I have sick pay, so I can use that Friday. But I'm like, I gotta get Nolan to school. He can take the bus, yes, and he, and the bus and the bus stop is very close to our house, like a thirty second walk. But I'm like, I, it's gonna be cold out. I don't want him to stand in the cold. Maybe I can just rough it, and Friday morning drive him to school because it's only like a five minute drive. I can probably manage to do that, you know. I'm thinking of all this stuff. So Thursday night, I felt tired. Uh, I didn't go to the gym Thursday night slash Thursday, Friday, early morning like I would normally have. But it wasn't that bad, like at all. Like it was, I got a slight fever because I kept checking my temperature. My temperature got up to 99, uh, which for me is like my, my temperature is normally at like 96. You know, you're cool. Like, cool as us. Um, but yeah, I got up to 99 at one point in time. Um, I was a little fatigued. Like I said, I, I tried to wake up at like two o'clock in the morning to go to the gym and I was like, eh. I, but it was Friday. I mean, by Friday evening, I was fine. Nothing. Did, so yeah. Did I, uh, uh, recap? So I haven't had any of the va- vaccines yet because I'm not important. Enough, uh, but my wife did because she's a, a medical provider. And did I right. uh, recap any of her experiences on the show that you don't, I don't think remember? Because so. we all know I have a bad memory, so I figure if I at least <laughs> bounce it off of you. So um, <laughs> my wife got her second shot about two weeks ago. Yeah, well, it was a Tuesday. That, that's as <laughs> that's as exact as I can say. It was a Tuesday about, sometime in February. There has been a Tuesday about two weeks ago, so you're probably correct. Uh, so she got it. Um, her chief complaint about the like the experience itself she she speculated that the person giving the the shot didn't know what they were doing because she still has a bruise on her arm from from uh, that, but. She came home, you know, it was a pretty normal Tuesday for somebody who's at that time, you know, 32 weeks pregnant and, and, uh, with twins and on bed rest. So, or, you know, uh, light duty, you know, not working type of thing. So uh, Tuesday was pretty fine. Wednesday, I get up, uh, you know, shower, shave, get clothes on, get ready for work, come downstairs and it's pretty cold downstairs. And I said, you know, honey, and she's awake on the couch. I said, you want me to get you a blanket, turn on the heater, turn on the fireplace, anything? She's like, no. She's like, don't make, don't, don't make it any colder. Don't make it any warmer. It's perfect the way it is. Don't touch anything. <laughs> so, uh, apparently that was her big struggle. Like, uh, she just couldn't, um, and then, so then I, I went to work, called her, you know, just shy of lunchtime. So, you know, a few hours had gone by. And I could hear that she was like <laughs> shivering on the phone. She's like, I'm going upstairs now to get an extra sweatshirt and a blanket. She's like, I'm just cold and I don't know why because I'm not cold, especially with all the extra blood from, you know, two right. babies. And, and she's like, I'm just, ah. Uh, <laughs> so, and then, then she was hot. And, and so that was her biggest, I don't know if reaction, I'm, that's an inflammatory word, but that was her. Uh, you know, biggest side effect, uh, of getting the shot, uh, was she felt like she couldn't like regulate, like her body couldn't regulate temperature, which apparently means that the vaccine's doing what it's supposed to do. Um, yeah. and that was on a Wednesday that she had all that. And by Thursday morning, she's like, yeah, kind of what I heard. It was like a 36 hour thing. She's like, I'm fine. 
Is yeah. That- yeah. And, uh, there was a couple of people that, uh, I work with that got the shot at the same time. And like, I think one had a headache. Um, uh, and then the rest were just kind of just like, yeah, we got a little tired. That's it. There so, you go. Uh, I have another question for you. This came up, uh, I was watching some videos. Um, about like sports announcer type of stuff, right? Yes, indeed. You, you were supposed to. Have, now, did your machine setup, sound system, whatever, did it have a cough button? No. Oh, okay. Because uh, from what I heard, like everyone has a cough button, which obviously the cough button is just a mute button, but it says cough on there. If it did, I never used it. I mean, like when when I if when I was in studio, you know, uh, like as a, a sports caster, uh, you know, like here are the scores from last night, right, da, right. Da, 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 da. Um, or as a DJ, you know, uh, a afternoon drive uh, entertainer, uh, <laughs> I could turn off the microphone, <laughs> uh, oh. and uh, but like when I was out in the gym or out at the football fields calling sports. You know, live, there was no, it was, uh, it, depending on where I was, sometimes I had headsets similar to this. Sometimes it was, uh, you know, just holding a microphone, but it was a quick, right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. In, okay. from the shotgun. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was, uh, for lack of a better term, it was a, uh, underfunded operation. <laughs> that's, yeah, okay, that's understandable. So, although I will say my first job, uh, was a far, as far as sports equipment was a far superior, like they cared, they, they put money into it. When I, uh, got to my, it ended up being my last radio job. And I say, you know, they make updated models of these. They come in like their own fancy cases. They're smaller. They come, you know, I was informed. No, they don't. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to bother you. (laughs) I guess I didn't use that for three plus years in (laughs) Nebraska. Where they right. barely believe in power. <laughs> Sorry to best friend of the show, Josh. So, uh, I had a bittersweet moment this week. Okay. Finished Grimm. Oh, Finished the okay. series Grimm. The, all six seasons, or as I explained to uh, best friend of the show, Josh, uh, about five and a half, because that last season's about 13 episodes. Uh, and I say bittersweet because I was so... I was there. I was there for the entire show. You know, uh, I, I enjoyed it from uh, from cover to cover type of thing. Uh, so I appreciate that it had an ending, and I appreciated the ending. But at the same time, I was sad that it was over. You know, like I know I can go back and watch it any time. I have that capability. But you only get to read a, a book, you know, for the first time once. You only get to watch. You know, like Star Wars, or in this case, Grimm. You know, for that first time, once you only spoiler alert find out that uh, Darth Vader's Luke's dad once, uh, and so it was all. I, I I don't have any complaints with with how it all wrapped up. It did feel ever so slightly rushed uh, there in the last few, you know, uh, kind of the last season. It was, but I also understand if. They only order X amount of episodes. You've got to, you know, push through, you know, rather than the full 22, 23. So, like I said, I enjoyed it uh, from from uh, uh, front to back, however you want to phrase. You know, I feel like there's another uh, idiom that's uh, 
used to describe the totality of it. But I did. I just really enjoyed the show. Um, I, I'm still singing its praises to you, uh, Josh, anybody. I, I'll, I'll go back and give it a watch here uh, probably in a few months. I'll miss it. I miss it already. Well, two things with that. One, now you can watch Jack Ryan with me. I actually uh, have been watching that. I think I'm on episode four, which nice. You know, uh, and and I'll I'll probably watch more of it, um, or, or you know, more of it tonight as I'm doing post production mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah, I, I've I've been I've been picking up, you know, picking that up kind of where I left off from watching it previously. Yeah, so I I had heard of it before, and then somebody online mentioned watching it because I said I don't see why everybody wants John Krasinski to be Reed Richards because that's all the internet talks yeah. about. Um. But they said, watch that. So I did, and I can kind of see a little bit more about getting him in there. I'm not 100% on board, but I can see a little bit more. Uh, so that's one thing. Other thing was, uh, with, uh, we're talking about TV shows and sitcoms and all that. Um, I have an idea and I, uh, I don't, I, th- I'm pretty sure I must have heard this from somebody else because my brain isn't smart enough to think of this, but it's like an idea or like, this is what I want, an, uh, a program or something. Or streaming service where you take like up to five sitcoms, let's say, and you put them in and it scrambles them up and then you just watch the episode. So you're not, so you're seeing, you're not seeing step by step from season, episode one, season one, season one, episode one to the end. It's just you, you know, you turn on your TV and there's, you know, uh, uh, full house season three, episode 20. Bam, you watch it. And it's kind of like back in the day when you could sit there and, you know, just actually turn on your TV and it's almost like getting reruns. You yeah. Just, you flip through. Somebody else probably thought of that. I'm definitely not that smart, but that's what I want. So, so you want the, the problem is, and, and it's a good problem to have, I suppose, but you know, like mm-hmm. Netflix owns the full house. You know, thing. Uh, Disney has just about everything else from the TGIF blocks. Uh, the I, I know where you're going. The idea would be to get all of the shows kind of under one house where you can, <clears throat> all right, you, you essentially make your Friday night block, you know? Yes. Your, your, yeah. your Family Matters, your uh, Home Improvement, uh, Step by Step, Full House, Boy Meets World, whatever, you know, those three to five shows would be. Uh, as long as you know that when 2020 starts, you're getting the hell out of there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, and, and then, and then, yeah, you put it in a scrambler type of, of thing, uh, so that, you know, again, you're not binging, you know, three hours of, of one show, but you're getting, you know, assuming that, you know, for sitcoms, each episode is between 21 and 22 minutes. So you're getting 88 ish minutes of, you know, your, your, your childhood back. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful story. Mike. Yeah. It's a beautiful idea. Yeah. Be, because it doesn't really matter. Like I'm not going to be lost when I watch season four, episode 10 of home improvement. I'm good. I'll figure it out. You know, uh, oddly enough though, I, I found some out of this world on YouTube oh. and I started watching, I started watching some of it. Um, one, I, I, I'm obviously, uh, more of the parent age, that I am, you know, as I relate, I'm like, I'm like seeing it through, through her eyes. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. I can see what's going on. Um, and then, uh, there was, I watched season two, episode one and uh spoiler alert, I guess, uh, the mom 
walks in and she's pregnant. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I don't remember. I'm trying to think of my, I'm like, I don't remember her having another kid. I'm like, if she didn't have another kid, what happened to this kid? And I'm thinking of like all these scenarios in her head. Well, it was, it was fake. She was like doing it because it was Evie's birthday oh. and she was like <laughs> trying to show her. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, this is <laughs> something weird is going on. No, you tricked me. It was also very sad because I looked up some, uh, how the cast is doing. Uh, and there's two of them that uh, are no longer with us. Yeah. I think I can, based on what little bit of research I did last week, trying to, you know, put, put everything together, uh, I can kind of look at, you know, obviously Burt Reynolds being one of them. Uh, oh, oh, wait, sorry, three. three yeah. Sorry. So I think one of them would be, uh, the uncle, like the mom's yeah. brother. Yeah, he, yeah. He looked like he was unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, the big guy. Yeah, and then you know another yeah. one. Obviously, I don't know who that would be. Uh, it was. I don't know if you remember the mayor. Nope. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. So, All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, Greg, I, do you want to talk about what you read? Uh, you, you mentioned a little bit on the on the YouTube channel. I do want to talk about what I read, Mike. I want to sing the praises of uh, a past guest, and hopefully again soon-to-be future guest of Nerds United, the podcast, and possibly on YouTube. Um, her name is Stephanie Phillips. Uh, we, uh, I, I spoke with her uh, at the beginning of her Dark Horse run for a, a miniseries that was very near and dear to her heart and her uh, her family you know, tradition, and that was The Butcher of Paris. Not that her family tradition was The Butcher of Paris, but <laughs> uh, you know, she, she has a yeah, some some uh, Jewish ancestry in her family, and it was so it was you know the, you'd have to read the Butcher of Paris to understand. It takes place in Nazi occupied Paris, obviously, uh, back in in you know pre World War II or in the years leading up, and and it's about a serial killer who is um, you know not not to give too much away, but I, I feel like this doesn't burden the listeners too much. Uh, this knowledge, uh, a serial killer is promising uh, safe. Uh, transport out of the city uh, for for Jewish people for, for, so they can escape, and instead he's killing them. And so it's a uh, yeah, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so it's it's actually a detective story. Is they try to uh, you know go in and kind of lead a manhunt to find the butcher of Paris. So uh, that's from Dark Horse. Uh, I spoke with her about Descendant, uh, which she wrote for Aftershock Comics, uh, which was one of Kind of at the beginning of the pandemic last year, uh, it was one of those t- titles that I kind of picked out at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, when they reopened their doors at, after, you know, being clean and wearing masks and hand sanitizer and all that stuff. So I just wanted something a little bit different. And so I picked up Descendant and uh, really enjoyed it and passed it on to you and you equally enjoyed it. Uh, so I reached out to Stephanie, who uh, uh, at that time, her dance card was not nearly as full as it is now. So uh, she was able to... Uh, make some time to join me on the show. And, and, uh, then I saw that she was doing, you know, follow her on social media, uh, fo- saw that she was doing more work. Uh, so right now she's actually working, uh, writing for DC Comics, uh, for Harley Quinn Future State, uh, writing for that character. But the book that I want to talk a little bit about, the one that I read cover to cover today, was uh, a a graphic novel collection from Top Cow and Image Comics 
a little collaboration there, uh, written by Stephanie Phillips with art by Craig Cermak, lettering by Troy Pateri, and uh, colors by John Kalich and Brittany, I'm probably going to mispronounce this and I apologize, uh, Pazilo. And it is A Man Among Ye. And I know I'm holding it up for you, Mike. This is the second time you've seen it. Uh, <laughs> this is the audio version of the show, so nobody else can see it. Uh, but it, uh, you know, last summer I was really enjoying Black Sails, uh, which was, I believe, a Stars presentation, uh, a prequel about, um, a, a prequel to, um, Treasure Island, the, the, classic uh novel uh, about pirates in in the in the caribbean um not the disney ride but uh, the the real ones uh you you talk like uh um you know it was actually they they pull names i believe it was nathaniel hawthorne who wrote that uh i had it on my christmas list and i sadly did not get the book but that's okay i got other books uh but you hear about uh the you know in reading it uh, there, the, some of these characters that were used in this novel were real pirates uh, towards the end of the pirate age, if you will. Uh, and one of those is the central character uh, from A Man Among Ye, and her name is uh, Anne Bonny. And while we don't know a whole lot about Anne Bonny or Bonnie Anne, uh, we believe she was Irish, or I think we know she was Irish. Uh, she was uh, married... Um, at a young age to a man she didn't love, a man who she found kind of boring and dull. And, uh, she ran away from that life, uh, to become choosing to become a pirate. So she, uh, enjoyed, uh, or, or, or had, had a fanciful idea, uh, of what pirate life would be. And, and they do kind of piggyback on it in this book. It, it's almost a companion piece to the black sales show that I watched last summer, uh, because they, they do talk about, you know, she, she was, she was a killer, uh, you know, a, a tremendous fighter and, 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 uh, and, you know, feared no man. So, um, really enjoyed. It was, uh, four issues with, then with a lot of, uh, you know, plenty of like, uh, variant cover artwork, things like that in the back, some of the process and a little bit, you know, some of the, uh, why this was a bit of a passion project for, uh, Stephanie Phillips. So a man among ye, I picked it up. I placed the order from Twilight Comics back in uh, January. It arrived a week and a half ago. I picked it up last night, Friday the 19th, read it today. So I was very excited to get it. wanted to read it, obviously, to talk about it with you, Mike, uh, but I wanted to read it because uh, it's, it's an author that I've, a writer that I've really come to uh, enjoy her work, and, and uh, you know, it never hurts that, you know, when she takes time out to be on the show, and I, I like to give back by... Uh, you know, uh, saying nice things, but also true things that I believe about, uh, uh, you know, about her work. So if, if you can find a man among ye listeners out there, if you have a local comic book shop, if you, if for whatever reason, I went into like a pirate phase, 38 years of age. I, I, I went into a pirate phase. I was like, yeah, this black sales show is pretty cool. Uh, and, and yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, we, we watched Treasure Planet, like the Disney, you know, like version, car, cartoon right. version of, of Treasure Island. And, and I'll sit there and I'll watch the Muppets Treasure Island, like I'll watch Muppets, uh, Christmas Carol, not, don't watch it with the frequency, but, you know, then I asked for Treasure Island for Christmas and now I'm reading A Man Among You. So there's something, 
not not like escapist, but there there is something. It, I know the pirates we have now, you know, are you know I, I'm sure that these pirates here were brutal, but the 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 theme that I got from watching Black Sails, the theme that they talk about here in A Man Among Ye is freedom, and it was about you know trying to be their own person away from the uh, British Empire. Uh, so uh, I don't know. There's something. Yeah, it's an I, ideal. It definitely sounds good. Um, you know what I was thinking? So she, I think it's amazing that she works for DC now. Uh, you know who else worked, or at least has done some work for DC? Friend of the show, Kevin Smith. So there's... <laughs> yeah, friend of the show, Kevin Smith, yeah. There's that connection there. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, so I had to walk away from the computer for a second when you were talking because my phone, I got, I, I, my phone was over on my bed and I got a text message on my phone. I'm like, it's 10 something at night. So, uh, I'm like, I don't know what the hell is, is going on. Is your mom so okay? I, so that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, something happened. Uh, no, it was, luckily it was just, a, a, my buddy, uh, Corey, um, wanted to know if I wanted to play Red Dead online. Um, but I was thinking, I was like, that's the huge difference between like in your twenties and almost 40, like in your twenties, <laughs> if I would have got a text at 10 o'clock, I'm like, all right, who's up? Where am I, where, what, where house am I going to, you know? And now I'm like, who's hurt? Who's injured? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, back to the comic. Um, now she does the stories for it. Stephanie does the story for it. Not, not the art, right? Right. She, she's the writer. Okay. Okay, and I know she's been on the podcast before, but so maybe she's talked about this. I don't remember, but she has she talked about the process of like creating a script, I guess you would say, or a story for comic books. Because I know there's a different way to do it. It's not like just writing stuff down. Probably, but I'd have to okay. go back and listen. Okay, and only because I uh, I remember uh, on. Uh, I, I want to say a recent episode of Fat Man Beyond, but it could have been three years ago because I just see him on YouTube. <laughs> um, Mark Bernardin was talking about it, and he was saying, I think it was him, and he was saying like, for certain uh, artists, you have to write down everything you want to see. Right. So like, if you, get, I think his example was like, if you get it back, you can't say, oh no, there was supposed to be a control panel in the background. Because the artist is going to go, well, where on yeah. here did you say there was, was a it, um, I, I know what you're talking about. It was a recent uh, okay. recent episode. Um, in fact, I think it was the one that I would I just listened to not too long ago. So. Okay. All right. Good. So everybody check that out. I got two comic books I'm going to talk about. Uh, the first one, Greg won on YouTube. He get, he gets it back. Uh, Greg, I'm showing you again. I don't know why. It's uh, I, Brad Meltzer's Identity Crisis. Uh, it's, uh, from Brad Meltzer, Michael Bear, and I don't know if this is a fake name or not, but Rags Morales. Real name. By the way, Greg, I know you already have your names picked out for the little Mahachkos. <laughs> if you want to change one of them to Rags, I think everybody would understand. Uh, just saying, just put it out there. Just put it out there, Greg. By the way, you know I, sp I spoke in, in... Uh, my timeline way off. I spoke with Stephanie. I did a quick uh, search on jitterymonkey.com. I spoke with oh. uh, spoke with Stephanie Phillips in uh, September of 2019. Yeah, yeah. 
It was episode 149. And uh, she's a writer and she's a hockey enthusiast. Yes. yes. I remember hearing about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to hopefully sit down with her again soon. Sorry. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, no, no. Identity crisis. Yes. Uh, this is one that you had recommended. It was one of your favorites, you said. Yeah. Uh, now, it, I, I read Lightning Saga first and then Tornado's Path and then this one. I don't really see the connections between them besides the same similar characters, but like I think I could have picked this up just on its own and been fine. Um, I, which is what I did, by the way. Okay, yeah. I, I uh, had uh, I I picked that one up. It, that one came to me recommended, and after I read it, and you know, I became more familiar with Brad Melter, some of his novels. Uh, he had you know TV shows, his kids' books. I said I'm going to snag. Almost anything I can. This is Brad Meltzer. I've I've since slowed down uh, for largely budgetary reasons, <laughs> uh, but we still you know see uh, the kids' books, the uh, uh, ordinary people change the world uh, books that we get you know for our son and now you know sons uh, that they can all enjoy. But uh, as far as the comics, like the Justice League stuff, you know, or Justice League of America, uh, there is is the extent of the comics that I have. But I do have some of his novels as well. Yeah, I, I like this one because it didn't. It is Justice League ish, but it didn't focus on the big three. Right. You know they're in there. I I know Batman's in there. I think I think the rest of them are Superman, Wonder, Wonder Woman is. Um, but that's not the big focus. Like honestly, when you first started the book, uh, I thought it was going to be an elongated man, a detective mystery. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like I I don't mind that at all. Um, another big theme with this one that I liked is relationships and not just husband and wife relationship, but like it talks about father and son relationships like, uh, Tim Drake and his dad and what, because his dad knows that he's Robin now and what Mm -hmm. he has to go through. Um, it talks about like even divorcees is, uh, with, um, Adam and his wife, you know? Uh, that's a big th- yes. Uh, in regards to to Tim and his dad, mm-hmm. it wasn't at one point his dad like trying to convince him not to be Robin anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And his dad's because at one point in time, he, like I think Batman's like basically telling him to go on patrol or whatever, and so he's telling his dad, "Hey, I have to leave now." And his dad's like almost begging him to stay because yeah. he knows what could happen mm-hmm. if his son goes out there. You know. Um, and there's a very uh, traumatic part uh, when his son does leave and something happens and, you know, Batman and Tim have to race, Tim, Robin, basically, uh, have to race somewhere. Uh, hopefully I didn't spoil too much there. Um, I'm trying not, not spoil for me. any of it. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I, I, I was telling you that I saw a lot of times when I'm reading comic books, like, I'll read a couple pages, even if it's really good. Um, I'm, maybe I'll read 10 pages, you know, and then I'll put it down, play some video games, do some homework, or what, or not, not really homework, but work. Actually, I <laughs> work, homework, I work from home. Uh, I'll do something, you know. Uh, for this one, I, I started reading it, and like I said, I'm like, oh, it's a, a, it is, it is a mystery. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I put it down, did some other stuff, and I think the next day I picked it up again. And um, I just kept reading it. It was like literally like one of those books I didn't want to put down. Like I was just like, nope, I just got to keep going. And there's uh, maybe for some people the the mystery of it, maybe they would figure it out right away. I didn't at all. Um, 
And I, there is kind of a red herring type of thing in there, which I was like, oh, is that, I'm like, I, honestly, I was, I was like, wait, is this it? And then of course it's not. Um, yeah, uh, highly recommend it. Um, especially since Rags Morales. Uh, that's tremendous art. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. Um, the, uh, yeah, spoil, I'll say this as spoiler free as possible, but there's a funeral oh. scene. You know, like, yeah. a, it's like a splash page funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and, yes. and it's so many, uh, of the DC heroes that, you know, you, you recognize o- over the years. Um, but I was going to say something else. Oh, I know. We, <laughs> you texted me that you had finished Identity Crisis and you said it was, it was so good that you almost couldn't put it down and you, you read, you know, read in like, you know, 90, 10 split. I said, well, right. man, I, I said, I hope it, that was like 10% first and then 90 the next day. Yeah. I said, hate to be like reading 90% and be like, yeah, that's pretty good, but yawn, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> right. No, no, uh, definitely not. Exact opposite. Uh, and then also yeah, the other thing, there's a big, um, part in there where the heroes have to make a very difficult decision. And it's one that I kind of divides them up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And one that I actually had to be like, man, it's it's. I like that they're not just like, oh yeah, the good guys are just good. Like, no, the good guys have to make hard decisions sometimes, or they're not. It wouldn't be on the good side, but right. it has to do it, or they do it for a reason. Yeah. So, uh, identity crisis, uh, definitely recommend. Like I said, this is one you can pick up. Um, it does. It stands alone. Yeah, stands alone. Definitely stand alone. Um, I wouldn't have to read more. Uh, and I think Mister Miracle was in here at some point in time, and I love what he pops up. Um, speaking of Mister Miracle, um, I read somewhere that they're making or we're going to or are going to make a New Gods TV show. Um. And Mr. Miracle and Bertha might be starring in it. I don't know. That might just be in pre-production or just an idea somebody had. Who knows? Well, I know they're making a New Gods movie. Maybe it's movie. Maybe it's movie. Uh, and I don't know much about it except that Ava DuVernay is attached to direct. I don't know that if person, you've seen any of her work. Yeah. Her, yes. Uh, I knew that. Um, she would be a great director for Mr. Miracle. I knew that. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen any of her work. I know that she uh, directed Disney's Wrinkle in Time, which I've not watched, because it's supposed to be based on a book that I've not read. And not to say that, you know, I only read, you know, or only watch movies based on books that I've read. I just don't know if it, uh, you know, if it would appeal to me. I don't know. Somebody in the comments somewhere... Make you know, make a pitch for me to watch Wrinkle in Time. I'm not against it. I just it's, I'm not going out of my way to to pick that one up. So uh, Identity Crisis, I think, in a more established DC cinematic universe, Identity Crisis would be a lot of fun. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like if DC would have gotten their shit together in the beginning. Who says they didn't? Because they released Green Lantern, Greg. <laughs> that was that. That was the foundation. They they I only know. screwed up. They only screwed up when they went away from that. 
They're like, I don't oh, know. They should, they should have stuck with it. Let, let's let's reboot with Superman. Like like we if, haven't seen him a million times. But you know what would be great if if DC does, and because I think DC is on a roll. They're or they're starting to. I like look. I liked Wonder Woman eighty four. Some people didn't. Um, but let's say you know a couple of years from now, they they really got it together. Like, but let's say this this Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let's say it just hits. And, and all of a sudden, they're, they're uh, they have a new Man of Steel come out, and it's amazing. And all the you know they're at Marvel level, and then they just go, you know what? We're bringing back Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. We don't care, fuck y'all. And they do it. And here's the all thing: right, so next, I I don't I don't think it's impossible. I don't know if he'd do it, but you're about to do a, a Flashpoint multiverse type of movie. Uh, a little Ryan, Re- not not even Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, but like just as Hal Jordan. Like maybe you see him on the flight line, or you know, in 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 the bar, ha- have that kind of uh, m- moment where it's. I think it's from X Men First Class, where they go into the bar and try to recruit Wolverine to their cause, and you know he drops an f bomb on him. Uh, but have that type of thing where. You're like, hey, I know you, man. You're you're Hal Jordan. You're you're the Green Lantern. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like they catch him like pre, you know, Green Lantern. Right. Okay. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. have have some. There's a way to tie it in. A little bit of a nod, a little fan service. But he's like, never heard of Green Lantern. I, you know, sorry, I can't help you, kid, or you know, whatever. So I'm saying, I'm not closing the door on that. But you mentioned Snyder cut. And yes. I know, I think since we last talked, or maybe not, they released another trailer for the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut, and Zack Snyder's on social media every other day sharing a glimpse or with this one. Like, I haven't seen a trailer of the Snyder Cut since November. Okay. I'm trying to think of what it was the same day that I saw the first trailer for the Tom and Jerry movie, which I'm excited. It's able to be watched Friday. I'm going to sit down with my son and watch it. But I, I'm to the point, and I've I've said this before on other, I've said this with uh, Rise of Skywalker and and a bunch of movies. Is like I don't want to see any more until I see the movie. Well, you uh, a lot of people think that way. Um, I don't think it's the majority of people that think it that way, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to think of it. Uh, they're, uh, they're gonna keep releasing trailers. I, not as many trailers for the Zack Snyder cut as would be a typical movie. Um, and even this last trailer, I, there wasn't much on there that I noticed that was like, oh my god, this is super revealing. Um, but it's like, I won't reveal. you know, they, they're, they and I get it. We sh- if if we were professional, and by that I mean got paid, uh, you know, we'd take every frame of every trailer and break it down. And mm-hmm. oh, here's the you know, I did that once years ago for the Thor Ragnarok trailer. I did a breakdown uh, as a blog on uh, JerryMonkey.com, which now it's been whatever year that was 2017 or whatever. So it's, it's been buried in, in, you know, you'll have to find it in the search bar, but like, you know, it's, you, you see the trailer come out and it's like, see the full reveal of dark side. And like, I now know because of, you know, other 
sources that Granny Goodness is in the movie. And while it makes sense because it's dark side and it's apocalypse, right. I, the, you know, mother boxes and, and boom tubes. I, I understand it, but I haven't seen the image of it. I don't want to see the, some things, you know, and, and I'm already in, you know, like you don't have to, but even if I had to buy a ticket, you know, like you don't have to sell me a ticket. I, I want to go see the movie. And again, I, I question the marketing strategies a lot from, you know, and, and then you get like, leaks and spoilers and things like that and it's if you're going to i'll bring up uh, another podcast uh, admittedly more successful podcast and a few people will probably know what, what show i'm talking about but like conrad thompson has the the wrestling podcasts and you know what back when he was touring when you could you know see him live he'd say and hey, we're gonna have you know special guest but you can only find out about it if you come see us in Memphis or, you know, Vegas or wherever. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're coming to St. Louis, I might go. But if you tell me who you're having on, I, you know, I'm like, we're going to have The Undertaker. I'll, I'll be there. But right. if you say we're going to have a surprise guest, the only way you can find out. But in movies, especially something that I want to see already i'm 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 vested you know this is my bread and butter i've got a green lantern tattoo on my arm for crying out loud you don't i don't want to see too much i want to be i want to have some of these oh my god moments while i'm watching the movie and and you know they they did that with uh, um like hearing palpatine's laugh in in one of those uh rise of skywalker trailers and and they're just they're showing you so much at at this point we're going to have Four hours, uh, uh, you know, the four hour movie in chunks on the internet before we get to March 18th. But see, what you got to realize though, the trailers that are out right now, they're not for you. They're not for me. There's people like me and you, once they said they're going to do Snyder Cut, once they said they're going to do another Justice League, we were in. They didn't need to, need to have a trailer for us. So any trailers, they're, they're trying to get the people that, Maybe they are on the fence about Justice League. Maybe they just like Batman or, you know, whatever it is. They're, that's what all the, the trailers are for. I got you. You know, all right. uh, I totally understand. That will, uh, I, I, not that I have to, not that you need the validation, <laughs> but I accept your response. And, yeah. uh, and I thank you for talking me down off the ledge. Okay, uh, I I have another comic book that I read. Oh. I read two of them. We we yeah, got way off. We got way off. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, that's no, that's that's fine. It was it was good. Um, so the other one I read was I'm going to show Greg, uh, Batman, Mad Love, and other stories. It's the other stories part that it's really gets you. Um, not really because it's not a uh, big graphic novel about. Batman, Mad Love. Mad Love is the story of Harley Quinn's, uh, it's her origin story, mm -hmm. essentially. Uh, but it's, that's only, I don't know, like maybe 10 ish pages. Uh, it's a good story. Um, uh, there's six short stories in here total. Um, some of them are about Poison Ivy. Um, Two Face is the last one. In fact, so as I was reading these, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm noticing kind of a theme in here. Where it's there's not much violence, 
It's almost like uh, Saturday Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon cartoon type of stuff. Um, there's not much swearing. Um, no, I except uh, yeah, I remember that completely. You're, you're exactly right, hitting the nail on the head. It's it's geared toward. I mean, when Batman the Animated Series came out, ninety three, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we were eleven, and I know Harley Quinn wasn't introduced like day one, but she wasn't far behind. Right. Uh, you know, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, you know, created Harley Quinn, and you know, subsequently were the creative force behind that book, Mad Love. Um, but you're right; it's it's geared towards you know, like I I let my you know, tw- how old is he? Twelve? Yeah, I let my nephew read that book if he had any interest. He doesn't, you know, he's a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like that—that's a book that I would not have an, an issue like putting in front of a, you know a younger person. Yeah. Uh, except there, there's one one story, the Two Face story, where Two Face is cured, getting his plastic surgery and stuff. I think there's like one scene that's like a little like risque because he gets with uh, his twins. His, he gets with his wife's twin or his girlfriend's twin. They don't show anything, but it's I thought because I was thinking of that the entire way through this. So I'm like, oh wow! Then I saw that. So I was like, uh, maybe except for that part. Well, well, let's go back to Mad Love though, because okay. if I remember correctly, isn't Harley like dancing around in lingerie trying to get Joker's attention through a lot of that? Yeah, a lot of that yeah, story. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so, and no. then and then my favorite part about that, and it just goes to show you the like the obsessive neuroses of the Joker. Is that you know uh, the book's not new, so I'll, I'll I'll throw a spoiler alert out there. But anybody should read it because uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini will tell the story much better than I will re- relate it. But uh, Harley captures Batman and like has yes. him has him strung up and like you know ready for the for the killing or or whatever they had planned to do uh, as a way to you know get Joker's affections and attention and things like that. And Joker is so obsessed with having to be the one to best the bat that he lets him go. You know, he's like, if it's not me, it's not worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So just fun Uh, little quirk there. And even kind of apologizes to Batman too. Right. Like, Hey, I'm really sorry about this. You know, (laughs) she's new. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In in one of the stories, uh, a character that you talked about in uh, one of our YouTube videos, uh, makes an appearance, and I actually kind of I'm like, oh, there he is, because I had I'd never heard or seen this character before. But uh, I'll show you. Oh uh, yes, Etrigan. Etrigan uh, the in, in, in fact, as I was I was I was reading that story, um, I was like, man, this Jason Blood character, I kind of like him. He's an interesting character. And then all of a sudden, Etrigan, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Trying to find out exactly what there he what's what he says. Um, he's gone, I, gone I right form of man, and rise the demon Etrigan. Yep. Yeah. And then he has another one when he wants him to turn back into uh, it is Jason blood. blood that he turns into, right? It or is. Turns, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's still very cartoonish. Um, yeah, and this one I, I read very quickly too. Uh, Greg, yes, uh, I I'm going to be in Belleville 
Wednesday, I believe. I might have to. I'm going to bring be in a Troy box on Tuesday. Me. Are you okay? <laughs> because I I'm running I'm running low on comics. I have, I'm actually right now I'm reading uh, another uh, a comic book from another person that's been on the podcast before. Oh, uh, Kwame Hightower. Yes, and, and the man the, with no name. Uh, and the man with no name. Yeah, so far so good. I'm enjoying it. So I have uh, in my hand four books to send your way immediately. Okay. Okay. We'll get you some Green oh. Lantern, Emerald Dawn, okay. Okay. and then yeah. uh, nice. volumes three, four, and five of Why the Last Man. Nice, perfect. And then you know, get you. Uh, uh, I'm going to hold on to a Man Among Ye for now, just in case I get the opportunity to sit yeah. down with uh, Stephanie and again pull that out as a reference. Uh, but, um, I've got, I will spend my Sunday putting together some goodies for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, by the way, I finished, uh, started and finished a man among you today. And then I started that book that I've been, uh, threatening that I was going to start for a few weeks now. The, uh, uh, just, or DC doomsday clock. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm only about what? twenty, twenty-five or so pages into it. Um, okay, I was surprised to read very early on that Rorschach is back because I remember how it ended for him in both the movie and the the comic. So um, that threw me for a little loop, but we uh, we're, we're working past it. He and I. And, uh, <laughs> very confident that we'll come to an accord here, uh, very soon. Uh, I have just, I, I spent a lot of time, like the first, whatever chunk of, of pages that I'm on is set in like Watchmen world. And yeah. I'm just to the point now where you start to see Clark Kent for the first time. Ooh, so, okay. And I think they, based on what I'm seeing, they're trying to be in, Honestly, based on the cover where you see like Superman and you got that one familiar like dribble of blood that used to be on the comedian's, you know, like smiley face pin and now it's on like uh, Superman's, you know, symbol, uh, his shield, if you will. Um, so, but it looks like the, you know, if Dr. Manhattan can't save, you know, the, the Watchmen world, then they're going to look elsewhere and try to maybe bring in Clark Kent type of situation. So. So, being a white belt first stripe uh, comic book reader now, no, no, um, you're easily yellow belt by now. Probably, yeah, probably yellow. Um, or if you go by jujitsu, it'd be blue belt. Nobody goes by jujitsu. <laughs> I don't even know what yellow belt is for karate. It's it's like white belt is where you start, and yeah. yellow belt is is the next next step up. See, for example, which is. I'm yeah. a yellow belt. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> jiu-jitsu, which is the real sport, it goes white, blue, purple, brown, black. And there are stripes in between. Uh, but anyway, so second belt, I'll, I, I have. Uh, I noticed that... Um, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta stop you because you just said jiu-jitsu, a sport. And I just typed in, is jiu-jitsu... I'm going to Google, is jiu-jitsu right. an Olympic event? Uh, but the right. first thing that pops up is, is jiu-jitsu a sport? Just for fun, I'm going to hit enter. No. Okay. It says no. <laughs> it does not say that. 
<laughs> it's just the computer now. Don't even ask that stupid question. <laughs> um, so your 25 pages. So this is what I've noticed uh, for when I'm reading. Uh, at 25 pages, you know either like, holy hell, this is going to be really good. i got to keep reading this. Um, this is going to be a struggle, but i got to keep reading this. Or somewhere in between. So where's Doom Clock? Yeah, so Doomsday Clock is... I feel like they're still setting the foundation. I mean, the okay. book is it is thick. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you think that's thick? <laughs> well, other other podcasts that get paid money and they don't have to worry about things like it's thick as a you know something that rhymes with thick. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I try not to be as well. Anyway, um, it's tough to tell. I know I'm excited to read it. Uh, it's it's joining of a, a, a sorts of a couple of worlds that I'm a big fan of. Um, it's odd because people who have watched the Watchmen series on HBO uh, will appreciate the fact that in this uh, Watchmen world, the president is Robert Redford. Okay. Okay. So, who, by the way, is golfing. That's what they do, apparently. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, um, so I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm still on the upswing of excitement. I think if if uh, I get three quarters of the way through the book, like at that point, I, I'll finish it. But I'll, I'm, it's too early to tell. I think it's going to okay. be good. I I have high hopes. It's uh, you know, it's got a good creative team on it. So yeah. All right. Nice. So uh, that's all we've read. We've talked about the Justice League Snyder Cut trailer. We've mentioned that Tom and Jerry, the movie, available on HBO Max on Friday, the uh, 26th. Very excited for that. And uh, what else we got, Mike? Any news? Uh, uh, Well, I was going to say, there's uh, stuff, but we can talk about it next podcast. I don't know how late you want to go. Because uh, I want to give more time for Mortal Kombat trailer oh. than just a couple minutes. Oh um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. That's the, probably the trailer that you were talking about. Yeah, but uh, give give that more time next time. Um, there was another. Did I put another? I don't know if you're on the Facebook page or not. Did I, am I right put now. another trailer up there for Invincible? There's something that. What is it? I'm sorry. Invincible on Amazon Prime. Ah uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the other one too. Um, uh, you know, that was one of, like, so one of our first podcasts that we did, or episodes, obviously you've been running this podcast for years, One, but one of the first episodes was, a com- we talked about comic books, and I remember you talked about Invincible. I remember reading Invincible. I liked yeah. uh, Invincible Volume 1 so much uh, that uh, <laughs> they were actually having, um, like, a clearance, like, I guess somebody, you know, sold off their collection or something like that. So I bought two through like twenty one. I have I now have the entire run of Invincible in uh in trade paperback form, except for one fucking volume, <laughs> and it's like fifteen or sixteen. Uh, so I'm keeping my eyes uh I keeping keeping my people uh on it just the like the same people who are. are alerting me of anything that comes in the shop from the amalgam <laughs> you know, universe. So, uh, but yeah, I, 
I'm excited for Invincible. I, I, I was fortunate enough. I think I caught each book for like three bucks or five bucks. Okay. So I think, I hope it was three. It was three. If I spent yeah. five, my wife would have killed me. <laughs> so it had to be three. Um, so yeah, I, and I, be honest with you, I haven't seen that new trailer for Invincible. Um, kind of like Snyder Cut. Like I knew I was in as soon as it was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got yeah. good voice, uh, talent behind it. Um, Mortal Kombat, you know, we talked about video game movies last week and, uh, you know, we, I said that I was very excited for this movie. I was more excited for this movie than I had been for, for any previous Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, so I, I, we can, I think we have time to dive a little bit deeper into it next week. Um, and then real quick, a, and I know you shared this on the Facebook page and you said you're in. If it includes Matt Ryan, and that is the Constantine reboot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me Matt Ryan. Um, I, I. So when the Constantine with Matt Ryan came out, I on CW or wherever it was NBC, Fox, NBC, yeah, NBC. Uh, I didn't watch it, um, and then I saw him as a character on Legends of Tomorrow, and that's when I really started. Like, I, mean, I, think, I think that's true for a lot of people, too. Um, yeah, I really like the character. My guess is if more people saw him on uh, NBC like I did, they might have had more than one season. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, but after I see him on Legends of Tomorrow, I'm like, yeah, this guy should have his own show. That's pretty good. So, yeah, they're rebooting it. But I don't know. If I skimmed through the article. I didn't see anything confirmation-wise that Matt Ryan's going to be uh, Constantine, but I don't know. Just have him do it. I'm sure he wants to. You know, it would be weird. You can't. It. This is pure opinion, and and don't take mm-hmm. it as any. If they're going to reboot the, you know, Constantine again for HBO Max, and have it not be Matt Ryan, then you can't have Legends of Tomorrow on anymore. Or you can't have Constantine on there. I, I don't. It. I know. It, I know we have two different flashes, and now we learned we have two different Supergirls with the the new casting of for the uh, the Flash movie. Um, yeah. But that's like to me that's TV and movie, where right. this is TV and different TV, and so I don't know. I just. <laughs> I'm 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 on board with you. Just give me Matt Ryan. I and I know some people are like I don't like Matt Ryan as as uh, Constantine. It's too new fifty two ish. Like, it, it, shut up. I mean, what, what do you want, Keanu Reeves? I mean, maybe they do. <laughs> and and again, no, by the way, uh, no, no hate on Keanu. Uh, way, I don't think I, I'm pretty sure it's in the Constitution. You're not allowed to hate on Keanu Reeves. You, you can't. If it's not in the Constitution, it's definitely the Eleventh Commandment. That is true. Yeah, thou shalt right, not right. dislike Keanu Reeves or any of his movies. Keanu, you're invited on the podcast anytime. Uh, by the way, do you know of a bad Keanu Reeves movie? No, exactly, because yeah. it doesn't exist. And we challenge you tried to, to make him. <laughs> He tried to make a bad movie one time. They couldn't. <laughs> no. We Turned out to be Bill and Ted's. <laughs> we challenge you, the listener, if you think that there's a bad Keanu Reeves movie, you let us know in the comments just so we can argue with you. 
or tell you you're wrong. We might just, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, new, new Constantine show. I'm hoping it's Matt Ryan. I, I've been on board with Matt Ryan since, I mean, he's, he had his own show. He made the move over to the CW for legends of tomorrow. He also voices Matt Ryan in, uh, in a Justice League dark movie, uh, animated movie. I mean, just make him, make him Matt Ryan across the board. It's not difficult. Uh, he, he's down to play it and, uh, and he, he's, he's fantastic. So, uh, by the way, I believe, I believe you said he voices Matt Ryan in the, in the cartoon. <laughs> You're right. I did. He, uh, voices, uh, John Constantine in the cartoon. I, I stand corrected. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He also pl- does a great Matt Ryan voice. <laughs> he's he's the best. He he's the best. he that Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan, the uh, uh, quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Those guys should get together sometime and have a, a Matt Ryan con. That's true. And there would be like it'd be completely separate circles on the Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people who are here for Constantine and the people who are here because they're football fans and never the two shall be. Nope, never. So, all right. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. WandaVision Episode 7, quick thoughts? Uh, awesome. Uh, hopefully you saw the mid-credit scene. I did. Okay, cool. And hopefully you, the listener, join us next week for a brand new Nerd United He is Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahachko. We'll see you later. In the meantime, in between time, be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. 